Good morning, good morning, and welcome to the prayer line. Man, it is December 8th, 8th in biblical numerology means new beginnings, new beginnings. I just declare over your mind that you have a new mind. Our minds are going to be renewed, our hearts are going to be restored based on the anointing that is about to be released on this line this morning. This is Bishop Smith. And I want to say welcome, welcome, welcome to the prayer line. We thank all of our intercessors for the faithful job they have done all year. Can you believe it? We're at the end of the year. And, man, let me tell you something. It's just not easy getting up unless you're early riser. You know, then there's no problem. It's not easy getting up, getting on the line, and then getting up, getting on the line and talking is a whole different other thing altogether. And those of us who do it uh, know what I mean. But nevertheless, we're here, and I'm excited about it because it's going to be a great day. It's going to be a great day. Y'all feel that? I feel that it's going to be a great day. So good morning once again to all of our intercessors. Good morning to New Destiny Church and the churches that are calling in, wherever you're calling in from. Thank you for being on the line with us this morning. Good morning to every pastor. We thank God for you and the service that you provide for the body of Christ for the advancement of the kingdom of God. So thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. We have with us this morning Sister Brandy Goods, and she's going to be doing our prayer requests um, and if you haven't sent them in, send your prayer requests in. We love praying with you, coming alongside you and agreeing with you with the prayer of agreement to see what you desire in your heart to be manifested in your life, especially when it comes to health and healing and the things that God has provided for us through our soteria package. That's the Greek word for salvation. It is a complete package that brings us to a place of wholeness where there's nothing missing, nothing lacking, nothing broken. We're complete in him. How are you doing this morning, Sister Brandy? Good morning, Bishop. I am doing good. Good morning to everyone that is on the line. Well, you sound good. You sound good and alert, and it's good to have you on the line with us this morning. Well, we have with us this morning our special guest all the way from the great state where they wear that green jacket and um, knock that little white ball around. And y'all know what that is. That's Augusta, Georgia. And we have with us Pastor Thomas Powell. Tommy Powell, how you doing this morning, sir? Bishop Smith, you know what it is on this side. It's the north side of Fabulous. But I, I, I want to say I feel some type of way because I, I thought by now, I had at least moved to the family status. You, you still got me at the guest there. You got me in the guest house. Well, we got to let folks know you're going to be doing the Devo. That's the only reason we Because 
Minister John helped us Sunday to understand we need to finish strong. We need to, I believe how you end is how you start. And we need to finish strong. And through the process, when we look through the Holy Scriptures, we, we, we can see that there are great finishers despite the difficulty they had to endure. Joseph was a finisher. Joseph went through great difficulty. And then we see our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, which Pastor Paul is going to help us understand the narrative, was a great finisher in spite of the difficulty he had to go through. I believe when there is greatness in you, things come up against you. And I'm declaring over you today that there's greatness in you because of the power and the potential of the seed that God has placed in you out of eternity. I believe it's time for it to spring forth in blood. So, Father, we honor you, bless you, magnify you today. Have your way. Use, Pastor Powell, to your glory for the advancement of your kingdom, that everyone on this line will be blessed this morning in Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Powell. Amen. Thank you, Bishop. This morning, our devotion will be coming from uh, Matthew chapter 3. Matthew chapter 3. And we're just going to start in the 16th verse. And it just simply says, read out of the message translation. The moment Jesus came up out of the baptismal waters, the skies opened up and he saw God's spirit. It looked like a dove descending and landing on him. And all along with the spirit, a voice. This is my son, chosen, marked by my love and the delight of my life. The first thing is, um, in the kingdom of God, everything God does is from father to son. Now, we know in the kingdom there is no gender, there is no male and female, um, so we know that this includes everybody that's in Christ Jesus. Everything God does, he does from father to son. If he's going to start a nation and bring about deliverance from a from a pharaoh, he's going to tell that pharaoh, let my firstborn son go or I'll destroy your firstborn son. So Israel was God's firstborn son. If, if God wants to start a whole human race, he'll say through the prophet Isaiah, Isaiah that Adam was his first created son. So Adam is his first created. Israel is his firstborn. But when he wants to save a whole human body, a whole human race, Jesus Christ became his first begotten son. And so all through history, we see the moving and shakings of God happens through father and son. And so here at the advent of, of, of Christ's ministry, he says, this is my son, chosen and marked by my love delight, and the delight of my life. And what, I, what one of the things I want to say is he starts out this pronouncement, this affirmation, this public declaration of this Christ identity. If you don't hear anything else I say today, I want you to hear this part right here. God strategically announced this is my chosen son 
because according to Romans chapter 8, verse 29, this Christ was to be the firstborn of many brethren, which means that word firstborn, that means he was the prototype of many brethren. Well, we're the many brethren. So he could not operate in the earth realm as God. The only thing he could do is operate as a son. Why? Because he was our prototype. And we could never be God. But through the acceptance of Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we all can be sons. And when we become connected in Christ like that, the same thing that God said about Christ, he's chosen. I'm going to tell somebody today, I don't care who has walked over you, bypassed you, or overlooked you. God says you're chosen. And one of the things I love about being chosen is this. If I walk in a store looking for a shirt and I go to the rack that I normally go to and they only have one shirt, I didn't choose that shirt. I selected it because that was my only option. But when God says, beloved, you're chosen, that means there are so many options. But I saw you. My heart leapt for you. My heart beat for you, and I chose you. How many of y'all can think of so many times y'all, you had a posse of people all through your life in some kind of way God reached down in the middle of all that and chose you, and all of those around you kept living their life the way they were? I, I often think of a good brother of mine, and don't judge me. I used to run around in the streets, and um, my, my, my good buddy was we were living together, selling drugs, and bounce at one of the hopping clubs in Atlanta. And he ends up going to jail and just having a tough life. And I remember one day, I'm sitting alone, and God speaks to me. Have you ever thought about why your life is going in this direction and his life is not? You were in the same house. You the same age. You knew the same people, ran in the same circles. And then he gave me the revelation on being chosen. And then he told me, now I want you to go back and offer Christ to him because I love him as much as I love you. And I thought, whoa. So the first thing I want, I want somebody to know is you ain't God's leftovers. God chose you out of many. And he says, and you're marked by my love for whoever's listening as a son and a daughter of God, I want you to know God's not mad at you. You're marked. You're sealed. You're identified by his love in Christ Jesus. He loves you. And I want you to know I don't care how you feel about where you are, your situation, your current circumstance. I want you to know that you have a heavenly father that delights in you. And I know if you're like me, you can be hard on yourself sometimes. I was talking to my, my, my beloved wife the other night, and she was, we just had some, some um, a transition of one of our dearest friends, and she was talking about how the regret was setting in, that she hadn't kept in touch, and blah, blah, blah. And I just reminded her, I'm so proud of you, though. And she's like, why? I said, babe, because when we first got married, you wouldn't reach out to anybody, not even your own mother. And I said, but here we are some time later. Y'all did keep in touch. Maybe not as much, but y'all did keep in touch. You still you call your mother at least twice a 
three times a month now. You went from not doing it at all to doing it sometimes. I said, I'm proud of you for that. And just her hearing me delight in her changed her whole mood. I want you to know that while you can be hard on yourself, I want you to remember that God delights in you. He's seeing you through the eyes of Christ Jesus. Oh, yeah, we got a lot of stuff that we can can bring out, and I wish I could. I wish I did. I wish. But God is saying, remember, look how far you've come from when you first were chosen by God. And if he can bring you this far, he can take you right on across the finish line. Remember that God is delighting in you. And the last thing I want to say in my last two minutes that I think is the crux of it all, In Christ Jesus, who is our prototype, he's the prototype. I I told my congregation just Sunday that the Chevy Blazer was the prototype for the Escalade. Oh, we see the Escalade. We love the Escalade now. But all of the SUVs came from one prototype, one model, the the Chevrolet Trailblazer. Christ was our prototype. That means we are built like him. Everything in us is going to have specs and dimensions that look like him. And one of the things I want to get make perfectly clear today, Christ did everything he did in the earth from two positions. One, the position as a son, and two, the position of prayer. And, beloved, I don't care where we are. Our lives can begin to bloom, mushroom, and flourish. We can finish strong if we remember, one, I'm the child of a king. And two, I can pray in California and affect change in Arizona. I can pray in California and affect change in in, in Jordan. You have this ability because of being in Christ Jesus, being connected and identified as a son, I can begin to pray and change things in a lot of different places. Why? Because that's how Christ operated in the earth. That's how we're related to God. And I don't know about you. But when I began to understand that my identity as a son and I can operate as a son and in prayer, my day started looking brighter in the middle of all. Amen. Well, I'm going to jump right in. Let me first do this. Let me apologize for the static that is on the phone. It is a little ridiculous this morning, and I believe uh, that's somewhere through the system phone line, not through us. And so uh, I just want to say, please forgive us at this time. Man, but, man, Pastor Powell was blessing us, I'm telling you. I'm blessed by what he shared. I pray that you're blessed. At this time, we're going to have... Sister Brandy Goods, come with our prayer request. Sister Brandy Goods. Good morning. So we have two praise reports. The first one is from Clarissa Ford, and she says, I want to thank Pastor Adrian Smith for starting the New Destiny Academy. My grandson attends, and we are extremely excited about his growth and the development we are seeing in him and that he is making, we pray, lasting friendships. 
When he comes to church on Sunday, he cries because he cannot go into the, his classroom. His parents thank you, and so do we as a family. Thank you, Pastor A and your staff. The next praise report is from Mike Brown, who says he's standing on Luke seventeen eleven through 19, which is the verse of the ten leopards and the one who came back to give God glory. He says, I am completely healed from my lower back sprain. Thank you, prayer team, for your prayers, and thank you, Jesus, for your healing. And then we have two prayer requests. The first prayer request is from Kima Joseph. She says, please pray for my niece who had a 105 temperature and was unresponsive. Please pray for my niece. I got this message this morning saying, good morning. I tried to wake up Cassidy this morning. She was unresponsive, and she had a fever of 105 um, she came to when the EMT was working on her. She also fell, and she was very combative, and they took her to the hospital. Our second prayer request is from Deasha Davis, and she's saying, please stand in agreement with me. She's praying for a financial breakthrough um, in regards to help with her November and December bills. She applied for rent relief. Um, also, that her apartment, that where she's living, um, she's looking for a better place. Um, the management at the place is not so great, and she's praying to God to be able to relocate and to have a bigger space that she can have uh, more room. So, Father God, we just come to you this morning. We give you thanks. We give you praise, Lord God. We thank you for the praise reports, Lord God. We thank you that you still you sit on your throne, Lord God. You still heal. You still deliver. You still set free. We thank you, Lord God, that you hear and you answer our prayers, Lord God. And we just thank you for that. We give you honor. We give you praise. We give you glory, Lord God. Father, we lift up Cassidy, Lord God. And we just thank you, Lord God. We thank you for her life, Lord God. We decree and we declare, Lord God, that no weapon that's formed against her shall be able to prosper. Father God, we plead the blood of Jesus to cover her, Lord God, from the crown of her head to the soles of her feet, Lord God. Father, we call on you, Lord God. You are Jehovah Rapha. You are the God who heals all manner of sickness and disease. And, Lord God, we ask that you would intervene on her behalf in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray that you would regulate her temperature, Lord God. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we pray and we decree and we declare, Lord God, that every cell, every organ, and every system, Lord God, that it has to come into, in her body, that it has to come into divine order, Lord God, and that it will function in a way that you according, that you designed it to to function in the mighty name of Jesus according to your divine design. Father, we declare and we speak life over Cassidy, Lord God. We declare that she should fill out the purpose and the plan that you have for her and that she will fulfill her destiny in the name of Jesus. Father, we send your word just as you sent it, and we decree and we declare, Lord God, that by your stripes she is healed. You told us in your word that the just shall live by faith. So, Father God, we wait in expectation, Lord God, for you to do the miraculous in her life, Lord God, and we wait to hear the testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we lift up to you, and we come in agreement with Asia, Lord God, for your word said that if any two of you agree on earth as touching anything that they should ask 
in my Father's name, that it shall be done for them. So, Father God, we thank you, Lord God, and we set ourselves in agreement with Asian, Lord God. We pray for financial breakthrough, Lord God. We decree, decree and declare, Lord God, your word over her, that you said she is the head and not the tail, Lord God. Father, you are her shepherd. You said the Lord is her shepherd and she shall not lack. Father, we ask that you would give her favor with you and with man, Lord God, and that you would open doors for her, Lord God, and that you would close doors that no man can open in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we decree and we declare that favor, blessing, and increases over her life, Lord God. Father, you came that she would have life and have it more abundantly, that you took the struggle out, Lord God. So, Father, we just come and we give you praise, we give you honor, we give you thanks, Lord God. Jesus, you said that I come to give you life and that more abundantly. Father, may she start experiencing the abundant life that you have given her. Father, we pray, Lord God, that she will prosper in her soul. We pray for soul prosperity, Lord God, and be in health even as her soul prospers in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, that you would give her witty ideas. We pray for new mindsets, Lord God, that she would have an abundant mindset in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that you would give her the power to get wealth, Lord God. You said that anything that we, she will put her hand to, Lord God, that it shall prosper. We pray that the blessing of the Lord make it rich and it add no sorrow, Lord God. We pray that you would take the struggle out of her blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, may she see herself as the way you have, what you have already said about her, Lord, that she is blessed, Lord God. We declare that she's blessed to be a blessing in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare that she is the head and not the tail, that she is above only and not beneath. Father, we decree and declare that Deisha is a lender and not a borrower. She's above and never beneath. Father, we thank you, Lord God. May you do the exceedingly, the abundantly, above all that she can ask or think. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And amen and amen. We declare every praise. Um, prayer request will become a praise report. We just thank God so much for how he's blessed us, how he's keeping us, and also how he's providing for us. And I declare that over you this morning. The Lord, may he bless you, may he keep you, and also may he provide for you in this season of your life. You know, we've been talking about uh, really the, the person of Jesus from Matthew's gospel. God saying, this is my beloved son, uh, chosen, marked by my love, and whom I take my delight or whom I'm well pleased, all depending on what scripture you read. And it's something we shouldn't take lightly. As Pastor Powell wonderfully uh, laid it out for us, this scripture speaks of true identity, true identity, and also sonship. We need to understand that we are all sons of God. And because we're sons of God, we're born again of an uncorruptible seed, an uncorruptible seed. And therefore, you should never underestimate the power and the potential of the seed that God has placed in you. The scripture tells us 
that you are chosen by God, as he wonderfully laid out for us this morning. You are chosen by God. That makes you special. First uh, Peter tells us that, uh, I think it's over in First Peter 2 and 9, that, that um, you are a royal priesthood. Or you are a chosen people, a, a chosen people. I love the fact that Scripture said we are a chosen people or a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a particular people, that you should show forth the praise of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. And so you, you, you were hand-selected. You were chosen. You are chosen by the king. If you're writing notes, write it down that way. You are chosen by the king, and you are marked with the king's seal. Chosen by the king, marked with the king's seal. And because you are chosen by the king, marked with the king's seal, you have within you an uncorruptible seed you should never despise the start of anything. Matter of fact, Zechariah says it this way, don't despise small beginnings. Don't despise small beginnings. And a lot of times you hear people quote that scripture from Zechariah 4, verse 10. Um, that's all they quote, don't despise small beginnings. But the latter part of the scripture says this, for the Lord rejoiced to see the work begin, knowing if it begins, that it also has the power and the potential to finish. Whatever you start at, you have what it takes to finish. Chosen by God, marked with the king's seal, praise God. That means we're sealed to the day of redemption, and we thank God for it. Before we close, I want to circle back to Pastor Powell. But before I do that, I, I want to also acknowledge uh, Pastor Harris, who was on the line this morning, and we thank God for him being on the line this morning. And we'll acknowledge Pastor Harris, and then we'll go back so that Pastor Powell can give us closing remarks. Pastor Harris, how are you this morning? I am wonderful, Bishop. Thank you for uh, allowing me to be on this morning. Good morning, Pastor Powell. Great word, sir. Uh, we needed to know that. Good morning to all the saints on the line this morning. Real quick, um, it was so much revelation flowing on that. The greatest position that we all can have would be the position of being a child of God. And what I mean by that, real quick, uh, as we get ready to close, you know, all the people that we know and that we are friends with, not everyone that I would let into my house, not, you, know, you don't let everybody you know come into your house. They may come to the foyer. They may come into your den. They may come into your living room. But you typically don't let them into your bedroom or into your bathroom. So, but those who are close to you, you let them into your, your, your private areas. And your children that are in your house, they have access to every part of your house because they're your child. They, they can come in your, your your bedroom. They can come in, in the areas that you wouldn't let anybody else in. And my, my point in that is when you're a child of God, you get access to things that other people don't. 
And so I'm thankful to be a, as, as Pastor Powell said, being the prototype, being the first that Jesus was, he allowed us to gain access to places that others who are not connected do not have. Thank you. Wow. Access granted, not access denied. See, that's identity and sonship. Don't, 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 don't despise that. Don't despise what we have. And, and you know what? We need to place a greater demand on it. You need to create, place a greater demand on what belongs to you. You're going to be surprised. Some of us are going to be surprised. We're going to get to heaven, and God's going to begin to show us what was available to us that we didn't partake of, and it's not God's fault because he's going to simply say, you know what? You didn't place a demand on it, nor did you ever try to understand how to place a demand on it. So I'm telling you this morning, place a demand on what is rightfully yours because you are the prototype, you are king's kid. Amen. Hey, listen, let's go back to Pastor Powell this morning, and I know he has some closing remarks. Pastor Powell. Thank you, Bishop. Pastor Harris in the house. Man, I love it. Um, Y'all just make me too excited just to be on the call with my brothers and New Destiny. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I'm going to have the best day of the week today, today. One of the things I did want to bring out, uh, I want to reiterate is, as, as Bishop and Pastor Harris said, guys, Jesus did everything that he did in ministry, did everything he did in his life from the position of prayer and the position of a son. Even though he was God, he never operated like that. In, his earth, in the earth realm. And that's a prototype that we can follow. He gave us access to that um, so that we can live it out. But the next thing I wanted to bring out, and this is just something that jumped out to me, and I don't know who this is for, and it just simply says, when he had been baptized, and then verse 17 suddenly a voice from heaven saying, this is my beloved son. And I don't know who this is for. I just want to, I want to just drop this and, and keep it moving is this. You're at a stage in your life where the momentum and acceleration is going to birth now where you're going from man's hands being baptized by John the Baptist to God's appointment. This is my beloved son. You're getting ready to move from a place where you've been being handled by man's hands, and God is getting ready to appoint you in this season of momentum and acceleration. Get ready for what God is doing. Your appointment is drawing near. Mark it on your calendar. Your appointment is drawing near. You've been feeling it in your inner man. God is birthing something great in you. Bishop. Out. And get ready. Your appointment is drawing nigh. I receive that. Come on, say that with me this morning. I receive that for myself. My appointment drawing nigh. Remember, uh, the Bible says in the book of Ecclesiastes 9, uh, verse 11, that everything will have its chance and time. Everything will have its opportunity. Everything does. Time and chance happens to them all. He said the race is not to the swift, the battle to the strong, you know, and so forth and so on. But remember he says time and chance happen to them all. 
So when it's your time and it's your chance, will you be prepared to seize the opportunity? To seize the opportunity. And that's what we need to understand, that there's opportunities going to be made available for us, so preparation time is never a waste of time. Prepare yourself for your opportunity. All right? You may have to fight a little bit for it, but I'm telling you, there's fight in you that you don't even know you possess. And you have what it takes to finish. Say that with me. I have what it takes to finish. Because God rejoiced when the work began. He who's begun a good work in you is faithful to complete it. God just needs you to stand in the arena and watch him fight the battle for you. Just stand there. You got to understand your identity, chosen and marked. That means you're a representative. God just needs a representative on the field of play. God said, as long as I got a representative there, I can fight the battle. Woo! This is how I fight my battle. Y'all got me excited this morning. Y'all got me excited. Got Pastor Powell and Pastor Harris on the line with us this morning. I'm excited. And I pray you're excited for what God is doing and what God's promised to do in our lives. Well, it's time to bring this to a uh, screeching halt and head for the weekend. Time needs to slow down a little bit. But Psalms 118 verse 24 says, hey, this is the day that the Lord has made. In it we shall rejoice and be glad. You know how we say it. In this brand new day, it's a brand new you. Therefore, there's brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. Make this statement of faith with me this morning. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I'm more than a conqueror, and I'm a world overcomer. We declare that over you today. You are more than a conqueror. You're a world overcomer. May the Lord give you traveling grace and mercy. As you travel to your destination, I boldly declare that no sickness, harm, or danger will come near you or your dwelling place or the vehicles you're traveling in. Um, they will get you to your destination and back home safely in the name of Jesus. May grace and peace be multiplied to you through our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Wow. Man, I pray you all been blessed today. I know I have, as we started our day out with the breathless of champions, the word of God. A word a day will keep the enemy away. And, man, we got the word for the day. We're going to get more word throughout the day. You understand? Because we started it out right. Uh, this is uh, Sister Brandy Goods, Pastor Harris, Pastor Tommy Powell, and Bishop Smith. We are signing off this morning Hey, make today great by making today count. Amen? Let's open a line.